All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to another show and tell. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. We're at home, staying safe, staying warm, staying socially distanced, but we're going to have the great and great next half hour where we meet up with makers and creators from around the world over video chat, and uh, we're going to see what they're up to, what they're crafting, what they're 3D printing, what they're sewing. Come on by. We're here till 7.55, then we're on to our next show. We're going to kick it off with some Adafruit peeps that'll tell us what they're up to. You want yeah. to start well, with um, Digikey? Yeah. So sometimes Kim stops by from Digikey. Sometimes uh -huh. Sean's working on a bunch of projects with Digikey. So this week, Sean's going to come okay. by. So, Sean, good to see you. Hello. How are you all doing? Hello. Good. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I'm, I'm, I'm prepped here. I'm getting yeah. I'm working on my project. What you got going on this week? All right. So, all right. So this is the, the latest incarnation of my continuing machine learning journey. I'm going to bring it over here. Um, this is for Allie Weber's Hack a Pumpkin contest that she's running on Twitter with DigiKey. And so I've got a ceramic pumpkin, but I suppose a real one would work for this. Um, I have a board that I made last year, and this would actually fart using a custom-made smoke machine, but I disabled it this time because it was drawing too much power. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it on. This year, instead of a PIR sensor to recognize people walking by your door, yeah. um, I'm running some machine learning code on here that is listening for a particular key phrase, and it will respond whenever I say that. And I, I'm sure you can probably guess what that is if people are coming to your front door asking for candy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would it would it be trick or treat? <laughs> Yay! So I've got a little Adafruit uh, iSpirit S mic here. Um, all the effects are running are being run by Circuit Python on this uh, feather here, and the machine learning code right now is. I've got it on a uh, STM32, and uh, yeah, this is a, a fun little board, and, and uh, it'll. I think Ali's going to show it off. There's going to be some live event on on DigiKey, so I would say keep an eye on that if you want to see this all inside of here. Um, and I'm also working on videos to show people how to do this themselves and train their own wake words. That'll be up on. Yeah. Uh, did you use Colab to do the training, or how did you do it? So I've, I initially did it when you saw the controller. I was using Colab to do it there. Um, yeah. I did this one with uh, Edge Impulse. They they can make more accurate stuff faster. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I've got a Colab script that will like curate your data. You just like record yourself saying something a whole bunch of times and you yeah. slice it off into one second ch chunks. And yeah. then I've got a script on Colab that uploads it all to Edge Impulse. And then they do all the like MFCC calculations and oh, just cool. Bid out a library for you. And you guys gonna take a TF light file? Say that again? You get a TF light file or what? You do. So they spit out a TF light file, but then they also wrap it up with um um like function calls. So you're just like run inference and you just shove it audio yeah. with all the DSP stuff and the inference and it just gives you um like a classification. It's really cool. I love that. That's all cool. right, that sounds great. I can't wait to see it. I'm I'm so psyched to see that in the year or so of, of Tiny ML, how it's gotten easier and better. Um, Phil remembers us doing inference training. It just was like not. Fun. Yeah, we had a separate computer and we had to move it outside where we couldn't so hear, hear it anymore because the fans and the graphic card were just spinning so much to try to <laughs> do all the stuff. So yeah. when you had to install like Basil and they had to install like you couldn't. Yeah. There was there wasn't even Colab yet. Like this was like the right. year of like 2019. Back in my day of machine learning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really psyched to see that it's exactly. it's now as easy as it should be like with a teachable machine collab and, and, and impulse. I think that they're taking care of the hard part, which is like, how do you actually get the data in cleaned up and uh, a model made? So I'm looking forward to it. 
Yeah, it really is. It's it, We've come so far. Okay. All right, John, we'll keep coming back, and uh, we'll see you on the Hack Pumpkin stuff and more. And yeah. uh, tag us as you do more updates, and we'll we'll retweet and, and more to get the word out. Will do. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Sean. All Thanks, right. for having me on. Yeah. Next up, I'm going to go to Captain Aaron of the Starship St. Blaine. Hey. Hello. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Is that? Uh, well, you look right. Anything works. I'm not the right kind of nerd. So um, so my backdrop here is what I'm showing off today. This is a uh, selfie spot that I made out of LED neon strips. Um, so this is pretty cool. They're not, there's no microcontrollers here. There's no soldering involved. You just pretty much uh, put a little connector screw terminal on the neon strips and plug them in and they work. Um, so I just did a tutorial on how to sort of lay them out and set them up. Uh, the way I've done this is this is actually a window screen that I got at Home Depot. It mm -hmm. came in a little kit, so I just put it all together and then um, then I laid the neon out on top and then just secured it with little pieces of wire that poke right through the screen and you can just like twist it on the back, which is really cool because if I get tired of this particular design and I feel like I need to be like Star Wars instead of Star Trek, then um, it's real easy to just cut the wires and take them all off and reconfigure. So yeah. uh, it's, it's a lot of fun because like I can, I can make as many signs as I want with the same kinds of strips of neon. Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, we've seen this Neon, like from far away, it really does look like neon. Um, yeah. And we've seen this, you know, when you're really, really close, you can tell it's also not noisy or hot. But we've seen these in a lot of like cafes and restaurants and, and um, like dessert places, like ice cream shops, where they'll have a, a cool sign with some words in um, LED neon and it's for people taking selfies. And so that's why we were like, we should show how to make this ourselves. We stock this LED neon. So good work, Aaron. Thank you. Yeah, especially over the holidays, like a lot of folks are going to be taking and sending selfies and probably connecting with family members over video chat this year. So uh, now's a good time to start making these things so you can have um, your own little cove and you can change it based on shows or science fiction you like or all sorts of stuff. All right, thank you, all right, Aaron. Thank you so much, Aaron. Kicking out with a bunch of great creative projects to keep you warm and glowy during right. this winter. Next, Next up, up, JP. JP, what you got going on? Hey, well, I'll tell you what, speaking of uh, holiday projects we've got this holiday coming up that i like to call halloween and uh so for this halloween one of the things that i want to do is put some cool decorations in the windows and uh we saw this tutorial on doing window decorations that are sort of these backlit monsters uh and i decided to do a version of that that uses some of uh phil b's amazing skeleton eyes which i've sort of scaled up here and, and i'm gonna show some some ways to work on your graphics. I actually have to fix these a little bit. But uh, uh, Lamore also said, hey, what about putting a little servo in there? So I've got a little servo motor running this cute little uh, wagging jaw. And I'm going to show this on my uh, live stream tomorrow. Right now, I've got it just kind of running off a battery pack. And I've uh, it's the first project I've done with the Matrix portal where I'm using some GPIO pins here. So I've got a little uh, header that I've soldered in there so I can plug the servo directly in. And it's, uh, it's working pretty well. It's working off of three volts, so it's pretty easy to set up uh, mechanically and, and, uh, and hooking it up wise. So uh, come on by tomorrow and I'll be showing this off. It's so cute. I like it. And I like how, uh, yeah, you're, you're just, uh, you're, you're gonna have it backlit 
so that right. when it's in the window, you'll just see like this dark skeleton, but then these glowing eyes. I think yeah, that's okay. I'll, I'll have to see if I can sort of show that effect tomorrow by turning out the lights and, and backlighting it some. But uh, yeah. we end up painting this black. It may not be necessary. We'll see. Um, maybe do some some cutouts for the teeth so those have a little backlight too. We'll see. There's, there's a lot of. Uh, I know. Lots of cardboard. You're revisiting, you're revisiting your old cardboard projects that you. I am. Yeah, it's it never leaves me really. It's always there somewhere. The, Looks uh, like every politician when I flipped over to C-SPAN and they're just like talking about stuff. Anyways, <laughs> like put a little fly right I here. Can just do it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, JP, and your skull friend, Senator Skull. Senator Skull. All right. Next up, we're gonna go to Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hello. On and I'll see your screen. Uh huh. I have this keyboard here that I have been working on hacking. And I have a little Metro Mini in here. Uh, and I put some code on here. So when I push a key, it'll say when it's been pressed yeah. and released. Oh. And so my plan is to use like a MIDI library and send note on and note off uh, for here. And I need to put in a little code so like when the keyboard shuts off, if the uh, Metro is still powered, it doesn't like detect all the keys being turned off at oh, once. Yeah. So uh, that's actually coming along pretty well. Just been kind of doing that on weekends as I. What if you press two keys at once? All right. That. Good. Look, I gotta ask you to make sure that you, you covered all yeah. the. Yeah, well the way I'm doing is I'm storing everything in an array and then um, as it scans and it changes it'll uh, act as either press or release, depending on what the value is currently and in the array. Okay. All right. Well, thank right, you thank so much, for Melissa. the update. Melissa, every keyboard. Yeah, it'll be new because soon you're going to keep uh, doing updates on this. Eventually, you're going to come back and play something. You have to. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Thank you. Next up, Noah and Pedro. Hello. And hey, folks. Hey, guys. Hey, so we got a Halloween project too using the Matrix portal. So Lamar had an idea. Oh, uh, using, now. Yeah, we had uh, these foam core or foam styrofoam um, tombstones that you can get like anywhere. You know, they're like three for like a couple of bucks. And we have the Matrix portal on the back here. We have the uh, 6432 on here, and we have some three-printed brackets. You can stand these guys up. We have a little bracket holder for the uh, 5000 milliamp hour uh, battery pack there. And we're using the spray animation on this. So the way these are being generated actually are with the emojis that are on most like uh, iPhones. And it doesn't have to be an iPhone. I know that Android has their own little, you know, face tracking animation thing too. And I think that's one of the things we want to focus on, just how to create those very easily by just, yeah. you know, acting out with your own face and creating your own emoji. So all of these are just me and the one on there. And uh, yeah, they're super, uh, the way that they make them, they already have like an alpha channel, so you can just grab those in. Using uh, John Park's um, tutorial on using a sprite, we just uh, built a sprite sheet out of this. So super easy to do, you can mount these anywhere, it doesn't have to be a foam core, it could be like, you know, like on a tree or something. But I think it looks good. I like that it's, it has an uneven border, which I always like, you know, it's not yeah. just like... Oh yeah, for the cutout, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're using a hive, I think. I like that. Yeah, first time using a, a styrofoam cutter. So uh, got some little tips on there on the guide. We have a whole uh, hour on 3D Hangout showing how to create these and how to mount them. So definitely check it out. Yeah, the cool thing about this for uh, folks playing at home is 
it's basically a digital puppet that you can yeah. export out. And these things used to be really hard. I know a lot of people want to do projects where like, oh, I just want a character. I want a character, but it's to do so something. hard to do that. You should have did Sparky, dang it. <laughs> no, whatever. We have, yeah, sure. We, and I think that's one of the cool things that folks will be able to do soon is, you know, we all have this supercomputer in our pocket, but unfortunately the phones aren't used for as much content creation as you'd hope. Yeah, like selfies and videos, but you can use them for other stuff. So this is a good example for that. Yeah, and there's also like desktop ways. We talk about like how to use After Effects or like puppeteering mm -hmm. software to use that. So definitely check it out. Yeah, great. All righty. That's pretty much it. Okay, thank you. All right, next up we're gonna go to... Phil B. Wait, you come by. You're unexpected. Is my audio working? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, good. Um, I didn't. I this isn't a personal project, but I just wanted to show something off that I thought some people might like. Um, so, like the Art of Electronics book um, is kind of like it's like the gold standard if, if you want to know about electronics. It's literally gold. Yeah, I know. It's like over a hundred dollars. It's gold is best. It's uh, it's pricey, but it's like it is the standard. Um, and I I feel guilty because I'm not even good good enough at electronics to deserve, you know, a hundred plus dollar book. But, you know, so the best way to alleviate, you know, the guilt of spending too much money on a book is to spend more money on a different book. <laughs> and right. Halloween's coming up. This isn't electronic, but um, I thought I'd mention something Halloween themed. Um, Rick Baker, who is like the king of um, makeup and practical effects in movies. It's one of those people you might not know the name, but you know his work from like Harry and the Hendersons and Gremlins and Thriller and all these things. He uh, retired a couple years ago, and he put out um, a book collecting all of his work uh, in incredible detail from uh, all these different movies that he's done. And um, oh, cool. yeah, I mean, just yeah. tons of, this book is huge. I can't even fit it in the frame. So, yeah, um, I love those photos. I love the detail. Yeah, you could you could club someone over the head, you know. Oh, lots of werewolves, of course. Yeah. Um, and this is a two-volume set. So this is just book one. And there, there's a second volume over here. Um, again, you know, it's it's uh, two different uh, time periods. Just because it wouldn't fit in one volume, you'd break your back with yeah. it. Um, but anyway, uh, if you don't want to spend a couple hundred dollars on a book, I, I don't blame you. I just have – I like monsters. Um but he's also on Instagram as the Rick Baker, and he's really fun to watch there. It's probably the only reason I keep an Instagram account. Um, I see a lot of people, whatever their creative medium is, if it's music or art or whatever, they retire and they become bitter people that are just like, oh, this, this high-tech stuff is all garbage now. And that is not how Rick Baker is. He's like, he's retired, but he's like messing around with ZBrush and 3D scanning and having a great time. And it's very refreshing to see that, and yeah. still doing work. Just just have a good time uh, of it. I think that's healthy. I think it's really easy to you know even people who watch movies are always saying like I like practical effects. I hate special effects. But it's like we got we got to have both. You know. Yeah, exactly. I got to be careful like what what pictures I show in here because there's a lot of gore. You know that was that uh, was part of a thing. But well, there's, the there's, there's a lot of gore in this world. I'm okay with it's this. Halloween. I'm okay with this gore that you're showing in this book. Yeah. But uh, anyway, if anyone's interested, uh, the book is called Metamorphosis by wherever Rick Baker. Um, 
Amazon, stuff like that. But yeah, if if you don't want the book, at least look on Instagram because he's it's very refreshing. Yeah, the okay. heck with Oprah's book club. I want to be in Philby's book club. <laughs> cool. Thank you for bringing that by. That's, I mean, cool. you love And then the, like the Instagram is at the Rick Baker. I have the Don't giant, um, I have the giant Tim Burton collection. It's as it's as big as one of those books. Yeah. And it's you know, it just goes through his entire work. Um, he's not retired yet. Um, but you know, it, he it was definitely a different time. Um, and to have it all in one spot. Yeah, and he he keeps meticulous notes. I mean, there's stuff from his teenage years oh, that's cool. right up through his retirement. So all something right. wants people to check out. Thank you. This is yeah. this is an excellent show and tell that you you brought this week. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Keeping it spooky. You want to go to Liz? Yeah, we're gonna go to Liz. All right, Liz. Spook it up. What's going on, Liz? How are you? Um, so Frank is evolving. Um, and I've got some NeoPixels going. Um, if you could uh, share my screen, please. Thank you so much. All right. Um, so I, originally I was gonna use some through-hole eight millimeter NeoPixels for the eyes. I've done that before, uh, but it felt a little, little basic. Um, so I had some side-lit NeoPixels and right now I just have them stuffed up um, going around kind of the eyelid and projecting down. Um, and I like that look. And I think I'll also do another Kind of cut the strip and do another one like under his bottom lip so you kind of get this like double projection of neopixels um so yeah. and uh i'll use a cutie pie uh to power it all um and also considering maybe a piezo to like make random like noises out of him maybe <laughs> um but yeah that's what i've been working on okay cool all right yeah keep coming back because this is evolving like you said Yes, yes. Next week, possibly some hot glue. <laughs> yeah, I guess like next year, it, you know, you could keep making versions of this and eventually construct one from all different parts of another one. You, could, you have, you have yes. options. <laughs> Three-headed monster going, yeah. Okay. All right, thank all you. All right, thanks so much, Liz. I'll cool. go to one. Seth. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go over to Seth. Hey, Seth. Oops. Seth. Seth Hey, Seth. Hey there, how are you guys doing? So uh, I've been busy, busy, busy. Uh, last week, I, instead of just doing one tutorial, I did two tutorials with the Cutie Pie, uh, one with the shift register. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I want to use some push buttons and make this into a counter. So I did one adding on to it, doing a push button counter. But uh, this week, I've got, I got my new boards in for my CircuitPython compatible board. And... Uh, Surprise, surprise, everything but the NeoPixel is working properly. So I've got a little uh, little blinky on blinky light going on there just to uh, show that it was working. Um, I got, wow. got a lot of help from uh, uh, the uh, CircuitPython chat for getting everything put together, um, getting bootloader and everything. And then uh, so it was a, a lot of fun being able to put that together. And so now I've got the final board files ready and getting ready to ramp up for hopefully a Black Friday release. So All right. it was really cool. So, but- okay, uh, Good work on those tutorials, those are awesome. Thank you for, for doing them up. And if you find bugs, of course, let us know. Uh, definitely, will do. I, I've been really, really enjoying using the Cutie Pie and uh, it's <laughs> given me a lot of ideas. <laughs> All right, thank oh, you, cool. Seth. Thanks, Seth. Everyone Seth. check out Seth's uh, hardware when it gets released, I'm sure it's coming soon. All right, next okay, up, let's next go up, to Edward. Edward. Hello, Edward, how are you? Edward's got some- Cool hey, Lincoln hey, stuff here. What is this? Hey, so this is uh, a project called Control My Lights, and it's um, a way you can control these lights via 
this website, a um, Twitch chat or YouTube chat. And these are actually just um, analog RGB lights. And I'm using a circuit based on your uh, uh, PWM circuit to control them with mm -hmm. our Arduino. Yeah, so like the back end's all Node.js and Python. Oh. And Ooh. And that animation there on screen is done via Open Frameworks. That's a nice animation. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to use it to raise some money for Feeding America. That's great. I always like the cause-based um, projects where people do something or they control something on the screen or they do something. It's like, okay, now that you've done this, now you can really do something. Now you can really have an impact. This is, those are always good to see. Thanks for um, putting that together. And we got $55 so far. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right. Please yeah, post you. up the link in the various chats. Um, and if you if you happen to be on Twitter or someone puts it on Twitter, just add us and we'll retweet it and we'll get the word out even more. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Control your lights and All donate right. some money. Help feed people. People yep. are going hungry in America. Okay, okay. Next up. Mark. Mark. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Hey, it's pretty good. Yourself? Okay. Good. What's going on? Well, I realized... And let's see if this is frozen. I don't think so. Uh, that with the new AdaBox coming out, I'm going to need, and I still haven't used my uh, previous one. So mm -hmm. I decided to hook up the Bonsai Buckaroo and the water pump. And let's see if it goes. Ooh. And create a small fountain. That's a good idea. And I decided it wasn't just enough to have the fountain. So I had a NeoPixel ring Good. that uh, is now hot glued underneath the middle tier in the middle. Yeah. Uh, waterproofed, I hope. I will find how this goes, which is why I didn't, wasn't keeping this running all night. But yeah, it's creating a nice effect. The water is running. Um, the, the whole fountain I just designed yesterday and 3D printed. So uh, still would like to tweak it a bit, but yeah, the water pump works perfectly for it. Yeah, that's what they were designed for originally. So it's cool. You could fountain fountain pumps. You could probably do some fancy like tilt shift photography. I guess that's the term. If people still use it and make it look like a large fountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, it's streaming on my SLR right now, so I could probably do something like that. Yeah, put some little Lego minifigs, or just like get you in the photo, but just have enough distance. It'll look like you're actually at. You know, some amazing NeoPixel fountain that's, um, it's, hey, look, you're at the Bellagio, but you're not. <laughs> the Bellagio with slightly uh, less fancy. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. there's nobody there now, so low, anything you can get is better. Low resolution <laughs> in the video game version. All right, do you want to go back to Phil Beating and maybe flip through this book? Yeah, well, I was going to say, um, thanks, Mark. Keep coming yeah. by. Yeah, no, thanks a lot. Thank you, Good Mark. to see you. All right. There's a gremlin. Yeah, I'm going to go to uh, Flippy and just show um, some, you of the, flip some, some of the book pages here. And I drop the uh, link in um, the different chats. It's Instagram.com forward slash The Rick Baker. And uh, glance at it quickly. And um, that's the Instagram that you, you that you want. Trust me. Tired of seeing people's breakfasts and stuff like that. You want to see monsters? Go to that Instagram. Um, I'm actually most fascinated by the the mechatronics. Okay, they always show the models, but they don't show the the wiring that they use to control the individual elements. And it's yeah. like that's what the expense is, I think, of these puppets. 
And I think it's kind of, and you know, sometimes you can see in, in shots of old movies, there's this cable. Yeah, of course he did uh, Gremlins too. Like every, every Gremlin. Yeah. That's great. Um, that's cool. Fellow Dizzy. This is great. This is, uh... yeah, he's done probably everything. Like every type of makeup. This is fantastic. Those are aliens. Yeah. Outstanding. Oh, I like that. They show the, the, the outfit. Yeah, how you do the How the guy's like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Stilt walker guy, and he has to like kind of hunch his, hunch yeah. his knees a little bit. All right, Rad. Well, look it up. Metamorphosis Rick Baker. Thank you so much, Phil B. That is our show for tonight. We'll see everybody. Really fun show and tell. Yeah, it was good. Uh, a bunch of stuff going on. Good theme, good on brand theme for, for Halloween and more. I know. We're heading um, into it. Two weeks. We'll see everybody next week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. We do this every single week. We do the show and tell. That is um, the longest running show and tell, I think. It's like over 10 years now. And uh, we do Ask an Engineer, which is going to start in about five minutes. So we'll see everybody soon, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody.